welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. We have the whole PT crew, Dr. Stephanie Garcia. How are you doing? Good. Nicolas, the soon-to-be newlywed Schroeder. Podcast listeners. (laughs) And Dr. Salsa Marisa. (laughs) No? Salsa Lito. (laughs) Today, guys, we're talking about can pull-ups. Ruin your shoulders, and we are not talking about diapers. We are talking about <laughs> actual pull-ups. Can they ruin your shoulders, Doctor Nick? What do you think? No, I don't think so. At all? Not in effect, um, done properly. I don't think shoulders can ruin your shoulders. End of podcast. I don't think pull-ups can ruin End your shoulders. Um, now. Because there's several variations, right, and like different things you can do, uh, but we get a lot of clients with. Shoulder pain that is associated with pull-ups in any and lots of variations. Um, Doctor Marissa, what do you think? Can can they can they be safe? Can they be done safely? Yeah, of course, absolutely. When um, did they become not? Yeah, so they become not safe for a little bit less safe when you're not doing them perfectly. And Ooh. we're not perfect. We're humans. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of people that maybe are not doing perfect pull-ups or are using a lot of momentum to help with their pull-ups and that's maybe causing a little bit more harm than good in that case. Yeah. I think that um, I have seen a lot of clients who start this progression to get their first pull-up or to do 50 strict pull-ups or 100 100 strict (laughs) pull-ups. I just see this this, uh, repeated movement done i think they try them every day i think there's a lot of programs out there that do them one or two times a day or sorry one one uh one time a day or every other day and i think that's that's when i see a lot of people who have this pain it's kind of the either backside pain um behind the shoulder um outside or the front and every person's gonna be a little different but it it plays a lot onto um the number of times that you're doing it Mm -hmm. but it's not the people who are doing them like one or two times a week it's really when you're really trying to crank some of these out i think is, is typically when I see them. Um, what do you think, or Steph? When do you when do you get people who have uh, shoulder pain? Uh, specifically from pull ups, it's when they've done a workout that required maybe a lot of pull ups in it, and they're kind of mm. pushing past the point where they know is smart, but they keep pe- yeah, yeah. They, they keep pushing past yeah. fatigue anyways, and they go back into what Marissa was saying. You know, they start using more kicking with the legs and more of the momentum to to get themselves up and then when they drop back down they're slamming hard into their shoulder capsules and that's kind of where you start to see that breakdown okay so you're bringing a good point what different types of pull-ups are there like dr nick what what, i mean there's a strict straight is that is that the end of the world is that that's the safest one oh chin-ups okay so chin-ups what are chin-ups uh where your palms facing you Okay, so palms face. So traditional grip is when you have palms facing away from you. Okay, so then chin ups are with palms facing you. So those are going to be a little easier because your biceps can kick in, mm-hmm. right? So um, maybe someone can't do a regular pull up with their palms away from them, so they can do one a pull up or chin ups or mm-hmm. their hands, the palms facing them. Mm-hmm. To use, utilize that bicep a little bit, but understand that that bicep mm-hmm. um, is going to get fatigued as well. Yeah, and I've actually seen mixed grip. 
I don't know if Ooh. you guys have I've seen much of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where you can just do one facing, one away, mm-hmm. and then you can switch. Can switch. And I've seen people. I've done that for like side pull-ups. Oh. I've mm. never done side pull-ups. That is great. Or if you have access to something that is able to do, but neutral grip. Neutral. Yes. Yeah, like we have two two yeah. bars kind of like by your forehead or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, and then you yeah. can pull yourself up. So there's a lot of variations to the pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, what about width? Guys, what, what's the difference on width? Ooh. What do you guys think? The wider is, to, you get more lat engagement, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, more narrow is more rotator would you say? I don't know. I think, think you. Mm-hmm. I think you would get some more pain with the narrow, super narrow, right? Obviously, yeah. that's not gonna just because you're forcing that shoulder into that weird, symptoms. weird situation. Yeah, yeah. you can feel it. Mm-hmm. So playing with width would obviously be something to look into as well. But uh, there's what we did five or six, five like grips that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you can try the width. Um, when would you say that doing a pull up is not good for your shoulder, Marissa? <laughs> When? Yeah. Um, if your shoulders are already shot from a workout mm. the day before, mm-hmm. maybe today's not the day to go kill it on all of your pull-ups. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, generally, any any forces through your shoulder that you're unable to control effectively yeah. are going to put you at a greater risk for injury. Um, if you're using a ton of momentum, whether that's, you know, those kipping or those butterfly pull-ups, and you're not very well controlling the movement with your musculature, something else has got to prevent your arm from being ripped off your body, and that's your, (laughs) the other structures of your, of your shoulder, and somebody's got to take up the forces that your muscles aren't controlling. The summary is don't get your arm ripped out of your shoulder. That's (laughs) that's really good. So you you brought up up two terms, butterfly and kipping. Um, What are those? I've heard them um, in in different aspects. And um, I I like doing traditional. I can only do about 15 and I'm done. Like a full range lockout and come back in. Mm -hmm. But the butterfly and kipping, what are they without like visuals? What, yeah, what you say yeah, they are? yeah. So they're the two most demonized movements in the entire world. <laughs> 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 well, they are, they are gymnastics movements okay. that are used as part of CrossFit. Hmm. And they are not the same thing as strict pull-ups. And they are used as a movement to get more reps in faster. Um, but in no way are they the exact same thing or... A substitute for strict pull-ups. So a regular kipping pull-up would be a little bit of a momentum generated from the shoulders and from kind of your your core to help get you up to the top. Uh, and then you've got your butterfly pull-up, which you're using momentum in a little bit of a different way um, to kind of pull yourself through a pull-up, mm-hmm. through the bottom of mm-hmm. a pull-up, I guess. We'll go with that. Uh, are they good for the shoulders? Sure, they can be, but they can also be bad for the shoulders if you're, again, relying on um, passive structures Mm -hmm. and not if you can't control them. I think you can get lazy with kipping and butterfly pull-ups. And what that looks like is like a jarring motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they start to look really jerky and really fast Mm -hmm. and you're losing tension through your core and through your shoulders. It's a recipe for disaster. I've actually heard of um, a couple coaches say that they don't like you to do the kipping or butterfly pull-ups unless you can do a strict Mm -hmm. pull-up. I actually really, really like that advice. I think Mm -hmm. that's good advice. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think so many people are like, well, I can't, I'm not strong enough to do five strict pull-ups, so I'll do five (laughs) kipping pull-ups. I'm like, great, which is great. But um, So you're saying it's easier to do a kipping or a butterfly over a traditional? I'm going to say most people will agree with that, yes. I would agree. I think because you could use your legs, and if you're not very strong from the upper body standpoint, you can generate that. From your legs, right? Oh my goodness! Easier once you mm-hmm. learn the motion mm-hmm. to eat, to do that more effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so okay. So then, what about uh, it, you know people with pain? were saying maybe that's not probably the best thing to to be doing. Um, and if you're in pain, could switching your grip be okay to reduce pain on the shoulder and be able to still be productive with training? Depends yes. on where the pain is. Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think to me, that's a big thing. I think that people who are clients who've come in, they are, you know, they might say I have shoulder pain, but I just kept going. <laughs> well, I think there's, there's variations, right. That oh, we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's something important to know that if you have pain with pull-ups, you can still do pull-ups in different variations, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We just talked about the different types of grips, mm-hmm. um, how wide you can go. Yeah. Um, and then, um, maybe not doing the dynamic, what are they called again? Butter, the butter, butter, the kicks, butter, 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 the butterflies and the kipping. Yeah. So, um, I think that's huge. Um, you know, uh, when I do pull-ups, uh, yes, I've tried the kipping and the butterfly. However, they are, um, they irritate my shoulder. They demand a lot. Yeah. They demand mm-hmm. a, lot. a lot of range too, cause it, you have mm, to yes. have more, wind up. more shoulder range actually for a kipping. Than just for a strict. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you think that are some good kind of criteria for people to think of? Like, how do I know I'm doing a good pull-up? What are some good things that to look for in a good pull-up? Ooh, so I really look for people not um, – when you're at the bottom hang position, mm-hmm. I shouldn't see your shoulders touch your ears. Mm-hmm. You should be able oh. to keep your, your shoulder blades down and active and uh-huh. keep your shoulders yep. away from your ears. Yes. Um, so like show your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Your neck shouldn't disappear. Yeah, that's a really good one. I like that one a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so then let's bring this up. Is it, do you have to do full range when Uh, you do a pull up? No. You don't have to, I guess, but you you should probably aim for that. Right. But, and have you guys ever done like tempo, like mid range pull ups? They're burners. They're burners, right? So I guess it depends on your goal. Mm -hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to be? Do you want to do fifty strict pull-ups, or do you want to just get a good burn? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing the pull-ups? So, or do you want to be stronger at the bottom half of that pull-up or the top ooh, half of that pull-up? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'd say or most people. Or you just want to walk around scoliosis? I mean, that's mid-range. That sounds good, <laughs> Doctor Marissa. Yeah, yeah, who doesn't is the best answer on that. So if you wanna if you wanna develop size, you can play with mid range and not have to really go to the end range. And so, if you do mid range and you don't lock out at the top or the bottom, um, you really you're reducing strain on the shoulder. Yes, a lot. Yeah, because this the straight. Yes, it's a lot of muscle strength to maintain that. Mm-hmm. But at the base is typically where we're gonna see a lot of people have that pain <sighs> yep. because yep. now you're letting go of the shoulder, your neck disappears, and now you have to restart that process, and yep. that's where you get a lot of the pain. So it, mm-hmm. I like the mid range pull up for people in pain um, because it allows them to at least get some muscle burn yep. Um, yep. without yep. having a lot of the strain. Yeah. 
what about, I mean, in the other variation is like the chin and just doing eccentrics or lowering, right? Yeah. Um, if you're in pain, typically it's like on the pull. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much you guys agree with that, yeah. but it's on initiating the pull going chin up. From the bottom. Yeah, yeah from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes just leading the way when you go chin up and then start lowering yourself mm-hmm. is less of an irritation. So yeah. more That's and also more. a good way to build up the strength when you don't have like when you're trying to get that first pull up yeah yes yes and and stay tuned we're gonna have a good podcast on building (laughs) your first pull up so um that will yeah i know you guys are all excited already hold on hold on (laughs) hold on hold on we'll have that in a couple weeks (laughs) um yeah so how do you how what are other variations on ways to scale it or modify it guys what what else would you guys use if somebody's in pain or they're uh, trying to build this up a little stronger um I would add one thing in before scaling, and that's if they can change the position of their shoulder blades, where their shoulder blades are at, to be able to change their pain a little bit. What do you mean? Yeah, so some, and it depends on the person because everybody's a little bit different, but some people are going to feel better initiating their pull up Mm. with their shoulder blades down or in back. And for some people, they're going to feel a little bit better maybe with the shoulder blades out to the side. And so if you're getting some issues with starting your pull up, maybe change the starting position of your shoulder blades and see if that can help. So you're saying like squeeze them together? Yeah. For some people, it could be a squeeze. For some people, it could be a spread. Could be any of them. Wow, yeah. that's too confusing. It's oh my gosh, too much. Play around with it. See, so, see what so that So you goes don't with. have to squeeze your shoulder blades to make it a perfect pull up. No, I think a perfect pull up for is going to be different for every person. And mm-hmm. It's going to be the one that's pain free and that allows them to feel um, the muscles working that they are targeting that they want to be working for their pull up. I think it's a mis- misconception that you always mm-hmm. you always have to lock out. You always have to have your shoulders engaged. Yeah. And, it's different um, for everyone. Yeah, and then and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have their new, their hand grip like at their shoulder level. That's a very difficult pull-up. That's mm-hmm. a very advanced pull-up. And so um, if it's at your shoulders and your shoulders are engaged, that requires so much mm-hmm. to be able to pull back mm-hmm. up. But you're right. I mean, if somebody needs to start a little bit wider, maybe let their lat or their shoulder blades go a little bit, and it's not painful, I think that's an easy way to um, progress that. Mm-hmm. Touche. But if they're stuck with all that, then they can switch into like different scales of pull-ups, and that could be like a banded pull-up. Mm-hmm. That could be if you're at a regular gym, you could just be doing lat pull-downs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Jumping pull-ups. Jumping, Jumping pull-ups. pull-ups. There's nothing wrong with those. Those are hard mm-hmm. on your calves. Exhausting. Oh my on goodness! My thighs burn. You ever try these guys? Try these. So that I think it, the general rule is it has to be about your grip level or a little higher than your grip. Yeah, I thought it was like mid four. I don't remember what it was for the the standard. Either way, get up to a bar that's a little higher than you. Pull-ups. Jump. Do a pull up. Come down. Jump. Do a pull up. Come down. Try ten of those and see how your legs feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed day. to be a pull-up. Yeah, yeah, it's a leg day. Um, yeah, so other other kind of scales you said are kind of like you can use a band or you can do these jumping pull-ups or like the eccentrics. Ones, yeah, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when you're at a gym, you can use those um, those devices where you can kind of kneel on it and you can put how much weight you oh, have. Yeah. yeah, those yeah, are yeah, – yeah. there is nothing wrong with those. Those are very, very productive and allow you to train and, and be productive Let's instead of – yeah, correct, yep. without developing pain. That's yeah. that's another big one. Don't force it. Like you don't have to do a pull-up in a week. Uh, no. It's going to take time. And so these are easy ways that you can, one, either reduce pain by doing shoulders properly with pull-ups mm-hmm. or avoid pain no. with doing pull-ups. Yep. Do you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is how you do a perfect pull-up. 
all summarized in 15 and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, on behalf of the whole team here at Sports Performance, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next time. See you guys. Yeah. See ya. Bye.